Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You just giggled. I giggled, yeah. The car, I was about to intro it and then the car horn went. I know. Yeah. Greetings, fellow Earthlings. It is I, Tim the Human. We're back again. It's episode two of the Ethics and Antics podcast. Thank you. So I got unbelievable feedback. ACAS were really impressed as well with the response. Uh, and they, thank you to them for making this possible and for putting it on iTunes. You can subscribe on iTunes. Due to the response, well, I say due to the response, we would do it anyway. We enjoyed it. I say we, it's the man. That helped me out last time, fellow spirit warrior, fellow vegan on this journey, on this ball through space, as we currently think it is. Yes, Tim. <laughs> it's Jamie Lorenz. That was a good introduction. Is that all right? Yeah, it was great. We'll take that, all right. Yeah, for sure. Then welcome to the podcast. It begins. We just had a, we were just rolling on some mats. We're in Jamie's house right now. We're rolling on some mats. We're, as I call it, and Jamie never heard of it, rough housing. He called it play fighting or specifically jujitsu. But I never Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Brazilian, sorry, mm. sorry, shout Brazil. Um, I never had a fight in my life growing up. I used to play fight with my sister. I say play fight; it always got out of hand. But it wasn't sort of supported in the household that kids should be taught. And it's okay to play. Like you look into nature, and lions always rough house with each other, and monkeys and things. And it's part of growing up. Mm. Um, do you think that that should be encouraged, and that they should, you know, channel that into something like jujitsu or karate? Or something? I, I think also when, once you're stopped doing it, you just want to do it more. Yeah, you well, know? you're told not to do it. It's yeah, sort of I mean, just the second the second I was, you know, stopped from doing anything like that, I always wanted to do it more. But mm. I was lucky. I had a brother. I had a brother. I had three sisters and a brother. Um, but we used to play fight all the time, and it does get out of hand. I think as a child, you have to learn balance. It's really mm. difficult to know. It's like teasing and bullying. You know, it's mm. like how. How, what's that mark where it goes from teasing into into bullying? So it's difficult, and you kind of need parents to sometimes maybe rein it Referee in. Referee, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but mm. yeah. So what's new? What's current? What's in our minds right now? This week, we're trying to find a subject. Mm. And um, I like, I like, you know, it was it was funny because last week we had, um, you know, we had obviously a few things. To, the story, the, the the pyramids of Giza story, but yeah. generally it was really free flowing. Yeah. You know, we just kind of moved with it, yeah. and I like, I, you know, I like. I like that setup. I think this is, you know, it's, I don't know how many other podcasts, I listen to a few of them, but I don't know how many of them are kind of totally free flowing. So I think just, you know, what's current is, you know, what's currently floating around in our minds. And I know there are a few things because we've had a few discussions yeah. <laughs> recently. Um, but yeah, just, you know, free flow with it. I think that's the nature of, of this well, podcast. I called you up. Tim called me up and, um, and it was interesting because, I, you know, being an observer and observing myself, I, I caught myself doing something which was interesting, is that Tim, Tim had been, I'm not going to say the word obsessing, but researching um, but heavily. <laughs> so I'm not going to say the word obsessing. <laughs> I'm going to say researching. Um, heavily researching into a, a theory that, 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 that came upon him, which was the, this flat world theory or flat earth theory. Um, that the earth is flat. Which is a theory. It's a theory, yeah. And, and I've got to say this before I, we get into this, that a theory like that has to be, and it has to have grounds of strength 
to be a theory because even the person that comes up with a theory to some degree knows how silly the theory must sound. So mm-hmm. so when you look into it, you, initially my response was to be kind of blase. Now, I had seen something about it before, mm. but when you presented it to me, my immediate response was to shun it down, to, to knock it down. Yep. And in a, in a kind of bizarre way i almost and again i, I observed this so i wasn't i'm not my thoughts but yeah. but i observed the thought that i actually got a bit aggravated by it it was almost how would like, tim be suckered into something like sounding so crazy he, he just I, I, maybe that maybe more yeah, yeah probably is that i mean it's some degree yeah, it's like i can see why people would think that yeah it doesn't fit in with my dogma mm. and so because it doesn't fit in with my dogma how are you going off on such a tangent especially when we're so similar in our train of thoughts in so many ways yeah so I I first heard about it in December last year, and of course, it sounded crazy, but certainly one thing I've learned in this life, don't take anything at face at face value. Like, you can't, I can't, I wouldn't ridicule something just because someone said, I wouldn't laugh and say, of course, that's not true. I'd be like, okay, why do you think that? Mm-hmm. Like, how could, how could a human on this earth that is, clearly we've all been taught from the day we were at school that the earth is round and we laughed at our ancestors, how could someone possibly believe that it's flat? Okay, so what's what's the evidence? Oh, so it's these simple observations, a couple of observations. Oh, the the horizon never never sinks. There's no, you, even in a plane, the, the Earth doesn't look like a sphere. Okay, no, okay, I can see why you think that from those observations. But of course, there's all these other other rules and gravity and mm. the Earth spins around the sun and all these other things that make it not true clearly. And then just out of sheer, it's, something just piqued my interest in it. I, I asked a few more questions and I looked at okay. It's, it must be easy to disprove. And mm. I, lo- I looked at the debunking videos. I looked at, uh, you know, like Vsauce and people on YouTube, big scientists, uh, scientists, YouTubers. Well, I think more importantly is you actually caught an old physicist teacher. Okay, yeah. And when, and because that's that's the big one for me. Well, it like, led to that. It led me to yeah. that because I didn't find enough that disproved it. So I thought, okay, I, I'm, and I'm, I think I'm quite a mathematical brain guy. I did A-level maths um, mm. and physics. I got an A in maths. I went. I, was, I got into university to do a maths and physics degree, which I then deferred to pursue parkour. Mm. Um, but I actually ended up, yeah, you're right. I called mm. my old physics teacher, uh, sent him a few links, and then he called me back and we talked for an hour on the phone. And like, him being a true scientist, so, you know, science is constantly growing and learning and uh, science should stand up to its own own questioning. And so, And he, at that point, wasn't, convinced either way he wasn't he wasn't agreeing so he was he was neutral he was neutral and he wasn't he was saying you know these are interesting theories they've got to be evaluated some something further let's see Mm. you know why does the horizon um always stay at eye line and so then i ended up driving back to derby Mm. and sitting in a pub with him in a corner with a laptop and internet for two and a half hours recorded the conversation although it was a lot of stop start because we're watching videos so it's not the most interesting conversation to listen to but we had a great chat and, and we delved further into it. And since we've, we've had a few more emails back and forth. And, mm. and from the point when I'm talking to a physics teacher and, and it's not as crazy as, as your first glance well, I think, sound. And I think even, even saying this, right, I yeah. think this is the point and this is where, this is where my mind um, yeah. got the better of me, is that, and I think probably people listening right now are probably like, what Absolutely. are they talking about? Yeah, now, yeah. I think... The first point is I don't know much about this. I haven't done any research into it. I've yeah. done very little research into yeah, it, and I yeah. don't know. But what I do know is that is that perspectives are are the key mm-hmm. to educating yourself. And what we seem to do is we seem to block people's perspectives if they don't tie up with what we think about life. And and what what I caught myself doing, which I really think was um, 
was an important part of, of my journey, was that I got offended by something that's really quite innocent. It's you just investigating I'm and looking into I was a kid, I saw yeah. something and wanted to question it, that was it. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, my, my ego went immediately, well, that is so stupid, how can <laughs> you be looking and wasting your time yeah, yeah. in looking at something that we know 500 years ago wasn't the case? And... And so anyway, so from, from that to then actually sitting with you and discussing. Now, as I said before, like, I, haven't, I haven't seen the other side. And everything can be presented in a way yeah. that is plausible to some degree. Well, I mean, this shouldn't yeah. be. This should be easy to disprove. And yet well, no, it's... because it wouldn't be a theory. Because yeah. the truth is, it's so, it's so out there and it's mm. so beyond our comprehension yeah. that the theory has to be strong for it to be something that's presentable. To it to have got this far. Yeah, and, and so yeah. basically in the mainstream media recently, B.O.B. was tweeting... But that doesn't mean it's true. I'm not saying it yeah. does. I'm saying for, but it doesn't mean it's true. But B.O.B. was tweeting and Neil deGrasse Tyson were going back and forth mm. about it. And I saw the ridicule that B.O.B. were getting that, that people on my timeline, Twitter timeline, mm. were ridiculing him and laughing at him and saying, did he not go to school and all this stuff? Like school gives you the truth. Like yeah. that's, that makes it definitive because yeah. they went to school and learned. But you know, yeah. but you also know the mind that, that, that says that. You get I know, that. But, yeah. but what fascinates me was when I just said, you know, let him, let people believe what they want. If that's what he's looked into, that's, that's mm. fine. And, you know, we think otherwise. Mm. I got rid. I got a backlash, and that made it more fascinating. <laughs> well, you almost got it from me. Well, yeah, and yeah. that's what. That's what. Do you know what? That's what pushed me in the direction mm. because I. What? What? Are you, are you so sure of yourself? Eh? So I'm going to go look into this. Well, it gives you a drive. It, it gave me. It gave me the drive. Mm. And this, this is one thing. This is an Ali G quote. This is one thing video games taught me is that <laughs> when you encounter enemies, you go in the right way. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, I, so, and I love that. <laughs> well, what did you use Ali G? Was? So from you? the ridicule I got, I just started to delve into it a bit mm. more, and so I, I ended up there. But I just. But the point being is that all I know in this life, you know, from I learned from Buddhism is ultimate truth has to be experienced. Now, even yeah. experience, you know, can be it can be swayed and you can take different perspectives on sure, things. Of course. But my experience on the earth, if I ignore that I went to school and I was planted here I w- and I was interested in, hmm, I wonder what this earth is like that we're on. What are the tests that I would do? Just to be sure so I can experience whether it's flat or round or whatever. Yeah. So, I'm, so I just got excited like a kid again but what, what upsets me is how quickly people are to laugh and ridicule yeah. and be sure like I, can't I just be interested and, and intrigued by something like without get, taking that backlash but I, th- I think the vegan thing certainly well that's really similar to some degree the ridicule vegans get mm. and certainly it's getting less and less people are certainly starting to accept now that you should eat less meat if not no meat whatsoever like yeah. that's that no one is I feel like Obviously, I may be biased being a vegan, but vegans mm. are pretty much right about that. Like plant-based diet is that if you look into environmental reasons, mm. it's the most environmental diet you can live. Well, I think it's certainly I think, one of the healthiest diets. Again, diet. it's it's not it's not what you think. It's mm. how it's being presented. Because the mm. thing with the thing with the human ego is that if you present it in a certain way where you tell somebody it's right, yeah. someone that's not on that journey is going to immediately go, "Who are you to say that it's right?" and immediately get defensive. And so you have mm. to be really careful in how we mm. present. And I always said, you know, it's things like yeah, but and no, no, no. You know, if someone says something to you and I go, yeah, but that's an immediate disconnection. And and the, the nature of all of this in, in terms of perspectives and us all formulating ideas is to connect and to journey together. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the you look at some of the, the structures within our society, like politics, for example, it's all about challenging and disagreeing and debating, but debating with almost like an aggressive edge with with your wrong. Your, and I think that the minute we disconnect. I think you can see it, and I, you know, again, I think we have to kind of stay away from 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 going too much into kind of neuroscience. But yeah. there is a point where, when you get attacked, um, I do feel like my short-term memory goes. Bleh. I can't <laughs> remember. I can't remember facts. Um, I get a bit flustered. 
and I end up losing myself a little bit yeah. to the emotions. So, so the, the nature of this is that we should connect with each other. And if we can connect with each other using language in a way that is presentable, so we're not... Yeah. So if you give me a perspective like the flat world theory, which, I mean, I would presume that the Earth's sphere... No, I'm not, I'm not on, saying yeah. it's flat here, because, mm. because and this is one of the main things that I got ridiculed on. I was mm. just defending people's right to think about it. And that's the point. And that's, that's yeah. what I was doing. And the fact that I got so much ridicule from that, I was people were attacking me as though I was saying this is what it was. I yeah. was just saying that what like let people think that and look into that yeah and yeah, it, sure. it, it pushed me to look but into then that's it, but that's the same thing with the, so with the vegan thing is mm -hmm. that is that you get a lot of vegan uh activists or who are who are aggressive in their approach and what i realized from from being a non-vegan for so many years and then becoming vegan was that i wasn't i wasn't somebody that should have been attacked for what I was doing. It was the fact that I didn't know what I was doing. I hadn't necessarily mm -hmm. thought about it or given it the thought that somebody else had. Mm -hmm. And so in that, the approach is the key. And, and that's where, you know, that's where I think language needs to serve us a little bit better. We've got to really look at what it is that's disconnecting us, how our approach and how we approach things. Because we know that there are people out there that are susceptible to getting aggressive in terms of, um, in terms of new belief systems that don't fit in with their own. And so how do you present something in a way that people can swallow it and digest it? Um, without getting offended. When Co it comedy. Comedy is <laughs> but, the best. But we're not yeah. comedians. That makes it a bit harder. Well, let's be funnier. <laughs> but we can, we can try. Comedy is a great... If you want, yeah. I think it was Russell Brand, or maybe he misquoted someone else. If you want to tell someone the truth, mm. you know, make them laugh. Yeah. So you make I, them laugh. I, and I he, believe that. He sort of follows that. You see, if you follow his flow in conversation, he'll mm. say a joke, then he'll hit some some reality, some, yeah. some truth, and then it'll go back. And that's how he sort of... Well, he fluctuates between the serious and, and the comedy. Yeah, and, and that's yeah. what really... It really... That's why he's so... Um, mm. Charming in a way mm. that, that people, some people find, some people certainly don't as well. But the the way we are, and this is if if we are on a spiritual path and we're trying to be more mindful and caring and compassionate, we've got to uh, observe how quickly we are to mirror someone around us, and the mm. fact that uh, that if they do come in and attack something, not to straight mirror it back. It's really inbuilt in us. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it's to try and see, you know, oversee it. Over, mm. You know step out of the situation, become new. It's so hard when you're in the situation. You know, afterwards, you always think of what I should have said or how I could have handled that differently. It, so that's what meditation is for people, you know. It's, okay, challenges are going to come at me today. It's not about finding no challenges. It's going, challenges are going to come at me. But when they do come, I'm going to just be a solution-based yeah. warrior and I'm going to find a solution and not just try and see a problem and let that problem escalate you know it. it's focused on the solution well ego dances with ego so i mean when you get attacked if, if you if you come at me in an aggressive way mm. my ego is going to dance it's going to suddenly go hey it's time and to have fun yeah, yeah. yeah and then yours is going to feel yeah. and so i think so if you're super if you are advanced if you're like evolved in your journey mm. spiritual journey and that comes how well that's, that's the, really the test well isn't I, it? that's the way I, the way i try and live my life is i take full responsibility for every single action that is in my life so for example if i'm walking down oxford street and somebody shoulder barges me You're that is my yes. responsibility i should be more observant so every single because i'm observing myself if if you come at me with ego and I get aggressive, that's my lesson. Uh, my lesson is don't get aggressive at that at that point. Now you have your own lessons, which are probably handle yourself better, mm. don't get so aggressive, don't get so emotional. But I don't really worry too much about your lessons. I, I concern myself with my lessons, and I take every single thing as a lesson, and I try not to get too absorbed in in the emotions. Now 
anger is an easy one to spot because it doesn't make us feel good after. The one that is a bit more seductive is excitement, which we discussed um, earlier today. Which can be a negative emotion. Well, well, it's an emotion that gets hold of you. And so at some, yeah. at some place, if the emotion grabs hold of you, the emotion is controlled you. And I think at some level, you have to be the, the pilot of your ship. You have to say, right... You know, you have to choose whether you're getting excited, and that, and that comes out of choice. The, the ones that I find a bit concerning is when excitement gets the better of you, and you suddenly see people getting a bit erratic and excited in their way. Um, and that can be, I think, can be dangerous. I think it's the same, you know, you've got to put it in the same category as anger. It's, it's an emotion. Not, I think not quite mm. anger, but it's certainly in the anxiety and the excitement can be... You're being you. you're being controlled, on, uh, in, uh, yeah. yeah, rather than you being not in control, but rather than you dictating your reality, yeah, and being mm. calm in the situation. And I think we're you know we're we're infinitely powerful beings. You know we we have these amazing abilities. You know much more than than any of us can ever imagine. And I think that by gaining some control of our reality by observing your thoughts, so you realise that you're not your thoughts. At that point, you can then feed the thoughts that you genuinely want, not the ones that habitually have, have governed you for so many years. You end up being very free from from the reality of the mind and you suddenly feel you're in that kind of meditative state all the time and so there's there are definitely like setups to this thing and um i think taking the one mm. you said taking responsibility mm. for if someone bumps into you in the street you take responsibility for it like that doesn't that just means that everything that comes into your life you are is your lesson is your is your lesson mm. and that you're in control of and you can take that positively or badly you can learn from it and grow or you can let anger and let that spiral out of control now we all know when you you know you get out of bed, you stub your toe, and then you know it escalates from there. You bang mm. your head, head on the door or something. Well, I think again you said it is that every given choice in your mm. life, every given moment in your life, yeah. you have a choice, which is positive or negative. Yeah. Do you? And a, a guy, a friend of mine, um, at Burning Man, two years ago, said it to me. He goes, "You got to find the pretty in everything." Mm. And if you can find the pretty in everything, then you are freed from the negative mind, which means that you are free. That's so the game. That's, that's, that's what, the game. And again, that's what meditation and things are for: is mm. to get yourself to that state of of awareness where you are everything. Mm. You respond to things rather than react. You yeah. don't let the animal mind react. You you calmly calmly respond. It's funny how many um, you know. I see London certainly breeds a certain mind in you know, a fast-paced mindset which i think is really powerful when it when it slows down i always said that if it if it's surviving at this fast pace can you imagine it would thrive at a slower pace mm. um but there's a point where where you know so many people uh, are struggling they're they're you know they're, they're not living their optimal versions themselves and i think this this city certainly um is built for for one thing which is you know kind of economic growth but it's amazing how many people who are who are struggling in one way or another don't fit meditation into their daily practice. You know, I've seen is, billboards that yeah, advertise it. Yeah, yeah, in East London that say meditate. Yeah, yeah, it was beautiful. Wow. I was driving by. That's so cool that they wow. promote that. Um, I, I had one incident recently where I got really I got really angry and I reacted. Mm. Right? I didn't respond. I didn't calm. I was like, no. I have every right to be angry. I mm. this person's done something to me. I'm so angry. I'm going to lash out. I didn't take five minutes. I just reacted, and then the next day another incident happened where I got angry again, and I went with it, and and then the next day another incident, and this was three days in a row, and each each anger felt exactly the same. I hadn't had it for a while, and I thought. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Am I bring from Every time this challenge comes to me, because I react in the worst way possible, it comes back to me. I'm attracting it. I'm course, creating yeah. this, the law of attraction. I'm, I'm spewing this red mist that attracts more of it every time I, I give it out. I'm bringing, drawing more of that into my life. And then the fourth day came along and it was even worse. And I ended up reversing my car into a lamppost and putting a massive dent in it. And I, I, I was going to go, and this is... I don't get angry that much, but when mm. it go when it goes, my ego can go on that. Yeah. And I was going to frisbee an iPad into a shop. <laughs> it's a long story I won't go into. But the guy had, had, had basically mm. for two years now avoided paying me. Um, mm. He sold my phone and just it escalated. And then I reversed into a lamppost. He'd sent me to this other shop to pick up an iPad and lied that it was an iPad 2 and it was an iPad 1. And I thought, I'm going to drive back to that first shop. And he's avoided this for years. I'm going to frisbee it into a computer screen or something. That was the image in my head. Of course, there was a thought. And it was yeah. a thought. Yeah. Well, I probably honestly wasn't going to do it. But yeah. And then I reversed into a lamppost, uh, angrily trying to skid away mm. from that shop. And I took a I thought, Tim, this is every day, the same feeling in your stomach of anger has come to you and you've reacted to it and then it's come back. And, and I thought, you're going to go to rock climbing after anyway. Just go to rock climbing now. Be on a wall, looking, hanging by your fingertips so it's straining in your body and this thought will not be in your head. Yeah, exactly. You will be in the moment trying to get to the next hold on the wall to the top. And I went to the wall and I climbed and I got out and I was free. And then mm. I didn't, the next day, anger didn't come back to me. Yeah. And I thought, when you're really observant in your own life, and now, now we can go, people we can use ayahuasca and other things to, to, get, to get these lessons that mm. life is giving them at a slow pace. And it may speed it. I've not done it. We can talk about that. You, you've got experience. But it gives life gives it you at a slow pace. If you're observant, the lessons are there and you can grow from them. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, that someone, where you focus your attention is where the energy flows. And exactly, so, I was yeah. focused on that. The, 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 the thing is, is that the power, the amount of energy that you're, that you're focusing on that is incredibly powerful. And if you can suddenly stop thinking about the aggression and suddenly remember a first love, or how much you love your family or mm. a friend or whatever it is or a beautiful moment and you convert all that energy into that and breathe it in you may find that all of a sudden you get shooting into a whole new direction but it's amazing we don't we don't have these tools we don't know we, we never really discussed this you know we didn't i always look at education like schooling was all about learning outwards so many things it could teach yeah you know about mind management and ego and but i know that that in some of the some of the meditations that i've done when I've got myself, and, and even in meditation, like I struggle sometimes. Like for the first 35 minutes, my brain goes round and round in circles like a teddy bear, and I get to the point where I'm like, I want to stop this. And all of a sudden, after about 35 minutes, it suddenly, or 40 minutes, it suddenly goes really beautiful. And then, for the next 15 minutes, I'm excited. <laughs> I want to share this information with the world. So then I'm still not calm. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. And then about 15 minutes later, when I suddenly rein the excitement in, I'm really in that, in that 
peaceful place. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that we haven't learned how to manage our minds. We haven't learned these tools. And there are these ways that we can convert. We can take what is fundamentally negative energy. We call it negative energy. It's just energy. And we can convert it to what we call positive energy. And it's just what we think about. So it's all about where mm-hmm. we focus our attention. And learning forgiveness. But here's the dark... I still haven't, and I, I check every now and then, have I forgiven that guy that's mm. screwed me around for years? And I, there's, still, mm. there's still a tender spot within me, and I hope in time, him, and there's also my old landlord who ch- yeah. charged me a ridiculous amount of money. There's two mm. incidents that, that I, I, I check in my head, like these people that have, ang- and you should check yourself, anyone that's angered you in the past, mm. have you forgiven them yet? Or is it st- Does that come, and, and it probably will come, it comes from when you're alone, and when you're disconnected, and you're sitting in Absolutely. your home by yourself. Yeah. And, and I gotta say, I don't think that that, is the natural state that human beings should be living in anyway. I think that we're, we are, and it is right now, so it's the current state of affairs. There's no point in trying to look at it from a kind of hindsight perspective. But However, for us in London, there yeah. are other people maybe listening in Thailand or somewhere. Of course, it's, it's a different story. But it's about human connection. If we are left to ourselves, especially in this kind of disconnected city that, that we've we formulated for ourselves, where everyone, you know, I remember it being, I think it was 30, I think it was 31 or whatever it was, 32, and I, was, I still had a flatmate. I was living with a friend of mine. Um, you know, and I had businesses that were doing well and successful and it, people would go, why are you living with someone? Why have you got a flat? The point is, is that why not? You know, this, this city kind of edges you into being as disconnected as humanly possible from other humans. So you're living by yourself um, in this kind of like shoebox apartment. And no wonder our, our brain, we're not connected with nature. You know, you mentioned earthing last time with, um, with the ocean. You know, we're not, we're not connected to the ground. We've tarmacked up the entire floor. So there's a lot of areas within the city that we're disconnected. And then our brains start formulating strains of, of thought, which t- usually go towards negativity because we're not... We're malnourished, mm. right? We think mm. nourishment is just comes from food, proteins, things like that. But nourishment is what you're taking in your eyes, what your ears are picking up, what you're smelling under your nose. From mm. all the senses, we get nourishment. Now, when we're in a city, that's our eyes are only seeing square boxes like we're in a prison. Mm. Our ears are just hearing car horns and we're only smelling taken in petrol and we're not smelling pretty flowers and hearing birds chirp and seeing trees which seem random to us, but there's some mm. calmness in that and, the, and rolling hills. We're malnourished. Our only mm. nourishment we get is from food, and what food we get is all processed. So, as luckily we have found, we eat a more whole food, plant based diet. So, we get nourishment from the earth in that sense. So, internally, we're getting earthly nourishment, but then still externally, we're removed from it. Yeah. And I think it takes a toll on us. And, and when does. we, whenever we do go out to nature and get more sun, you come back feeling fresh and you're happy and you're buzzing and you love London again, you've yeah. got fresh eyes. But after a few weeks, it, it, it can start it's, to it's, well. it's definitely. I always say if you can if you can survive and you can implement the tools in London or in any city, let's say. I mean, even New York to some degree because it's you know it's faster and probably more extreme than London. Mm. Um, then you really are in a good state of mind and you're in a good place. But I don't think you can get be. I don't think you could live at, at the highest peak of this like spiritual awareness. Mm. Maybe you could, and and live in a city and never leave that city for a year. I feel like you you would crave. There's certain, some yearning within you that will feel disconnected. You will feel a certain level mm. of loneliness because you'll be aware of things that no one around you is taking in and they'll be chasing mm. around a rat race and you'll you certainly see some of the... You'll see the perspective of it and feel mm. like, well, do we really need to do this? We could, you know, we didn't... It didn't always be... It wasn't always this way. It's kind you? of like prison, isn't it? It's like you go... You know, I, I could certainly find the happiness. If I had to sit in a cell... Um, I wouldn't sit there feeling sorry for myself. I would try and feel, find strength, and I'd try and, but it's not the optimal existence. And given that we have the freedom to mm. choose where we want to live, the question is, why are we not living in, in an optimal environment? Well, well, I think 
you need to experience the contrast to be aware that yes. there's a problem in the first place. Not that right, it, yeah, not that course. it's a problem to live in a city. Well, but you need once to understand you, the poisons and be the remedy. Once you do travel and you see the world and then you go back to it and you experience contrast, you go, you become aware of it. Mm. And it's like if you try if you try eating vegetarian or vegan for a bit and then you go back to eating meat, you will then become aware of how it affects your body. Whereas mm. if you just stayed that way, you won't actually know the difference. So it's okay to go back just mm. to have that checkup once in a while. Do you know what's oh, interesting? I, about I that do feel different this way. Is how many people. I wouldn't say attack, but how many people have strong views on, on veganism and they haven't even tried doing it? They've not felt the experience. Yeah, either. and that, you know, going back, it kind of ties in more with what we were talking about before, but experience being key. Only from experience of travelling do you mm. go, oh, there's something wrong mm-hmm. with, with these kind of city environments. You can watch YouTube videos all day of, of, of yeah. countries, <laughs> but until you're there getting yeah. the nourishment, the it, the sounds, the smells, yeah. the visuals, mm. it, a YouTube video will not give it to you. Yeah. Watch it, hearing someone's talk on YouTube of their experience of veganism doesn't mm. give you the feeling inside that, the, the, the energy levels that you feel, the waking up fresh, the focus. Well, you know, because there, there was that video of the guy climbing the Pyramid of Giza in the synchronicity, yeah, 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 yeah. which, is, which is a nice sink. I've got to tell you, when I listen to the story and I'm using my own imagination and kind of picturing the feelings, it's so much stronger than... than it's like the books of Harry Potter are better than the movie. Yeah. <laughs> of of every, every film that's not as good <laughs> as the made. book. Yeah. Well, yeah. One thing I realised, and I think I saw someone post, that I realised we're programmed, and maybe it's just me, i try and get this out. We think we're adults when we're 18. That's just a number. Yeah. We're, we're still anything. Mm. I, I'm still we, a kid. We, yeah, I, I can't grow up. Yeah. And I say I'm still a kid, but I still feel like I'm an mm. adult. And I'm the kid people, when you meet someone and they're under 18, mm. I still feel a judgment of someone that's 18 or below to someone that's 19 and above yeah. because they've finished school or whatever. But mm. that's just a number. Imagine if we never had schooling for that period of our life and we were just all, I think you'd treat every age. Or well, if you didn't have birthdays. Birthdays, if you didn't have birthdays, good. you may, yeah, you just may just, you know, flow from one year to the other without necessarily keeping check on that. That would old be you are. cool, yeah. Mm. I think it's a nice incident. Though, when it, when it comes to birthdays and Christmas, I've become more lax on getting presents and cards for my family. Because mm. I feel if I, if I find something at any moment, say I'm in a, another country and I see something and think, oh, so and so would like that. You get it for them. You anyway. get it for them, and then you give yeah. it to them. Rather than, and then rather think, oh, it's not for their birthday for ages, so there's no point getting it now. And if we live life that way, I think then we'd let synchronicities dictate when we'd find presents for certain people. And yeah. you might be thinking about that person, and then find something rather than be like, oh, but it's not their birthday, or oh, it's someone's birthday now. Panic. What would they want? I can't imagine what they want. Mm. I'm trying to think. Oh, and then you message them, and then it's not a surprise when they get. You it. know, these, these are all. It's all great in hindsight, isn't it? To kind of you know come up with these these concepts. But I, I do think this is the driving force. Is that you? sit here and you discuss optimal living as we call it and then we start implementing small changes um i just know one thing from all of this that and i'm in a kind of dilemma at the moment as you know we've been discussing earlier is is you know i want to embark on a, on a, on a traveling spree i wanted to go traveling for six months and, and really go experience the world and and the second that i i i said i was going to do it i i resigned to the fact that i was leaving london i was going suddenly i get all these you know these kind of business opportunities that come my way and they're all around the vegan well, well, that's to say, so, do you you've chosen this new path that you think you want, mm. and here's the old path that you were on before. Now you choose. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't going to just say go away, Jamie, go. It's the universe saying. But I always find that I was in Brazil and we lost. I was with a friend of mine and we lost um, the the people that we were with. So we were waiting on this because none of us had mobile phones because there was no reception, and so we're waiting for them. We waited about thirty five minutes on this on this road where all the shops were, hoping they were going to walk by because we thought they were behind us. And they didn't walk by. And then about 35, 40 minutes into it, we turned around and we said, oh, let's just go to the beach. Let's just leave them and go to the beach. We'll make our own way back and work it out, which, by the way, making our own way back was about two and a half hour drive. It, was, it had been a nightmare. But 
the second that we resigned to the fact that we had lost them and accepted it, they popped they up appeared, and found yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like it happens every single time. The lesson is acceptance. Absolutely. Of the, of, yeah, that's it's, fascinating. Yeah. I think everyone can relate to that. I've certainly had yeah, moments I, in my life when as soon as I've accepted, I've had that with texting, and this is from his, from texting girls, and yeah. you're waiting for the response, and, and you're like arranging <laughs> something, and then the moment you go, oh, I'm over it, yeah, yeah. you get a re- response. Yeah. I think incidents like that. Well, that also works in terms of energy. The second that you're not... It's energetic. Yeah, it's energetic. Yeah, when you're not when you're not fast, when you're not too fast, or you resign to the fact that you're, just, you're, you're happy and whatever, and you're comfortable, then... It comes your way. Contentment. You, contentment. And I, and I see that. And I even see it in um, celebrities. I look at mm. someone like Harry Styles mm. compared to the rest of them. Mm. He is, if, I mean, this is a random one, but he is content. <laughs> yeah. Even like Bieber or someone, mm. they're not bothered. From, well, from even, the outside, we from, don't know the, the But the observantly, you, yeah. you know, he is that he gives off that. But you that, that. you give off that. I mean, so but we know that in, in all of our lives, we all fluctuate. I give off that. I mean, at a certain at point times, where... At yeah. times. But, but I even see that they are the pinnacle mm. and they're, because they're not asked. Yeah. Another way to put it, they're not asked. They're mm. it's, it's what comes to them comes to them. I, yeah, I, 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 they're not chasing anything. They're not hungry. They're, uh, I don't want to make the assumption that someone is that way because I know how. It's just intelli- an observed, observed. Yeah. But we're very clever at playing games. I know. I know within my life, I, if I'm in a if I'm in a negative mind space, you know, in the past, for example. Um, a smile will go a long way. So I would smile and, I'd, and everyone would be like, oh, Jamie's so nice. And mm. But deep down, I'm deeply depressed and I'm uh, unhappy. And so there's a, you, know, you, you learn how to play the character that works so people think of you in that way. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are that way. That makes but they'll treat you from that they, way. And, absolutely. Yeah, and that's what I mean. They've been treated. Yeah. Like, mm. that's what, that was my point. Was mm. Harry Styles, out of all of them, is the most... He, considered the most attractive, the most popular, and all that, you yeah. know, because of the, the what he's giving off. Again, he might not be like that on the inside, um, but that was my point. Yeah, and I get Go, that. Going back mm. to the nourishment point, and I want to set a challenge for you. On the last episode, I asked, is it unethical to climb the pyramid in the crane? And of course, everyone agreed, but mm. <laughs> I'm assuming. Well, what people, was the. Was it unethical? Or was it no, ethical? it was ethical. It's but, ethical, yeah. And not one person. Well, that, I, that's not definitive, I, by the can way. Can I give you one devil's advocate? That wasn't definitive. That was just people yeah. that listened to the podcast. No, I, I'm going uh, to give you to one that's against both of us, which yeah. is that is that we. Because we, obviously, the crane situation, we did go into the crane. Um, that's why there, I don't think it's ethical or yeah. unethical. I, well, think, I, I think you can choose whatever you there want. Are, there are two things. One is that if something did happen, Right, which is a big hypothetical because we the whole point of that was that was that we were in charge of our own beings. And, the, and, and exactly and the yeah. energy of what we were doing was totally pure. So was we, pure. Yeah, yeah. Um we, if something did happen, somebody else is going to have to clean up the mess of what we've done. And that's what they always and say. And so yeah. at some point there's people the kind of you know, the left mind, the kind of the, the mind goes, Well, if you're doing something that's gonna have a repercussion based on a negative and that's the problem is that we base a lot of our conclusions and a lot of our systems on negative thinking, not positive. Because the, the worst ju- outcome, the, the worst, worst outcome. case scenario, yeah. the, and they, they, it's, it's like choosing mm. foresight is going, but mm. if that happens. But you did mention the bit about the crane moving, and I remember yeah, it's yeah. slightly freezing up on that during the podcast because I, I wasn't sure whether I wanted people knowing that because that looked like we were a little bit clumsy. Now the truth is, it was my first time, so I probably was a bit clumsy. They had left the keys. In, they had left the keys in the in the cockpit. You yeah, the cockpit? yeah, cockpit. So they left the keys in the cockpit. The entire crane was on, yeah. and which was you know which was yeah. bizarre anyway. But yeah, so as and obviously I left and I I kind of shimmied out. My ass hit the joystick and the whole thing moved. But that. That could have been and, and the tiniest bit. The it's tiniest. tiniest bit, and also, also these things you know, you got to hold it down for it to move the whole way. Yeah, and, and it wasn't, and it yeah. hanging to the ground that could, you know. So, but yeah, but I could see if 
the one point someone made to me is, well, if everyone lived like that, mm. then that's carnage. If everyone just climbed the pyramid, if everyone climbed cranes, yeah, that's a bit much. And other people might not have your skills, but uh, I can just go unless on Unless people own were in the flow. You know, when you watch people walking down the streets or you watch cars, traffic yeah. is a perfect example of yeah. everybody working together. And you know, a lot of people go, oh, I don't rely on anybody. But you do. You drive to work. And if you drive to work, you rely on other human beings to also work with you in terms of traffic. Mm. Um, I, I believe strongly that the human race, if given the right tools to manage their own minds, because we also like challenges, we mm. like to work on ourselves. The problem is, is that our left brain likes to call it hard work, whereas our right mind, I believe, calls it a challenge and a puzzle. And so it's the Depends conversion. Depends passion. Well, you have to find the passion in it. Yeah, yeah. What's, more, what's more rewarding than, than working out the intricate details of your mind and learning tools to save you from going into a negative mindset? For you, mindset? that's rewarding, not for, for everyone. For sure. You know, I, well, I think most people don't thrive in, in, in depressed state. They, 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 Not everyone needs to understand seductive. their minds to grow, though. No, but I'm saying the tools. If we could somehow pass the tools on and the human race could adapt some tools that allow them to observe their minds in a certain way, that might shift us mm. to suddenly being much more in the flow mm. and realising that, that we can actually work together and people mm. can have... It won't be carnage if everyone was doing the same thing. I agree, mm. I agree. Mm. Speaking of challenges, yeah. the challenge I wanted to put out to you... As we end this, to me or the, the uh, well, to, you know what, to you as well. I want okay. you to do this one, and you can tweet me pictures if you want. Though I understand if you don't want to. At Human Timothy, by the way, I didn't say that at the last podcast, and on Instagram at Human Timothy. In the next few months, if you're away or even in in your own town when you want, I did a video on YouTube not that long ago when I talked about nourishment, and I was stood on top of a hill, taking in the nourishment of the the sights and the smells and the vision, and I was naked. <laughs> So, the br- and why did that get a laugh? Because <laughs> that shouldn't have got a laugh from you. That should be normal. It should be normal. It's true. Yeah. But, but I, I don't know. I, I, I get it. Funny. I, yeah, I get, you get it. I get it. Of course. Yeah. Anyway, I was, I was, I just w- waded through a river and my shorts were wet and I went to mm. the top of the mountain and I was sitting on it, taking it in. And I thought, hang on, these wet, damp shorts on my lap are not that comfortable. I took them off and I stood there, and it sounds like jokey or whatever. But the liberation I felt of feeling the wind and when you're wearing shorts or something, there's a disconnect from your feeling the breeze in your upper body and your lower body, and there's sort of a separation. When you're naked and the whole, you experience it in full. You mm. get the full experience of the nourishment of the earth being naked on this thing. Yeah. My challenge to you is to do that. Yeah. Is to do that. Is to experience that. You can go, you know, skinny dipping. You know, we do these Primrose things. Hill. Yeah, you can go Primrose Hill wherever <laughs> wherever you are. If you're on holiday, you can take your time any time mm. in the next year, whenever you want. Uh, send me a picture. You don't have to send me a picture, <laughs> but but let me know because I promise you, you will yeah. experience something. You will experience nourishment in its whole. And we were mm. born naked. We weren't yeah. born clothed. We do this. We do this to be polite. We do it because we live in a colder climate than where we evolved from. So that's my challenge to you. And I'd, I'd like to put that out there. You don't have to do it, but I think you will. You may grow from the experience. And I'm sure there's some of you that do that already. Anyway, that that is the same as what we discussed last week with the holding the hug for a little bit longer. When you go nude, especially in front of people. It is a it's a restriction that is that suddenly when you do it, if you can pass that restrictive zone that makes you feel awkward and you suddenly find freedom in it, you flow with it. Have we been naked just, in front of each other? Yeah, I think um, we have. Yeah, we would have. Yeah, uh, I can't I can't think of a moment, in, but I'm in sure. In the sea in LA or something, I don't know. I don't think we did this, do we? Okay, maybe not. Anyway, to end, yeah. on, end on that note, mm. we may or may not have seen each other naked. Thank you for listening to episode two of FX and Antics podcast that was fun tweet us your feedback that was fun we did it again mm. um, and we'll be back with episode three see you guys next time peace out hold up what was that 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 